Hey guys, welcome back to another week of Autastic, your comedian's guide to autism. I'm one of your hosts. My name is Kirk Smith, and my co-host and friend, Graham K. Hello, everybody. Uh, this is take three of this episode. <laughs> Kirk and I recorded this um, almost a week ago, um, and then I, I it was my turn to edit, and I like promptly I like recorded it on the recorder. In person, I, so there's no edits. <laughs> and I walked over to my computer, and I deleted it. I don't know why I did that. <laughs> I think it's because you confused. tried to get me to kill you, and it's working. I was close. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just recorded this with Kirk. He had to come. He took a bike over. And, uh, he's got a he's got a busy day. Flies out in the morning at six in the morning. He, he squeezed this yeah. in, but uh, he'll be happy when he finds out. I deleted this. <laughs> I deleted it immediately. When I yeah, I deleted it immediately. Um, oh, it's yeah. terrible. I got confused. I deleted the wrong file. I apologize, Kirk. I'm so sorry. I like yeah, how Kirk you're was, Kirk was messaging me. He was like, "You should you should post it. You should post post it, man. Post it." And I was like. Oh yeah, yeah. I'll do that when I get back. And then I got back, and I was like, "Oh, I remember. I deleted this." Uh, Kirk is not going to be happy when I tell him. <laughs> and now we're now we're on the phone. Kirk is in Atlanta. In some days, in I assume. Uh, and candlewood sweets. Candlewood sweets. Oh my God! I can smell it. Uh, <laughs> I can smell enough, the candle. The sweet is bigger than my actual suite that I live in, but yeah, it's uh, very nice in no Atlanta. Is it? Is it uh, bigger than your? No, a big apartment. This it's about the same size though. It's got a separate bedroom. It's a, it's a big it's a suite. Wow. Candlewood Suites is like a, a chain for like a lot of like divorced uh, dads. <laughs> probably sad, sad men. But other yes. uh working men who are like electricians in town, so there's like a little kitchen, there's like a little space. It's not for businessmen, it's for like um yeah, working there's like there's always like electrical guys and like oh we're in town to fix the I don't know what. So yeah. That's perfect for me, bro. I am, if not anything, a blue collar guy. Yes. Blue collar. Yeah, you're. You don't have to be a blue collar guy, but you just are. You just. You have a. You have a master's degree. I always forget you have a master's degree. That's true. Yeah, I'm not as dumb as I look. Uh, but I know uh, it's crazy. <laughs> and whenever you, whenever your dad's like, no, he's not. He's not. He's actually pretty smart. And you're like, he is. <laughs> I didn't say he is. I said. I said, no, he's not. <laughs> My dad thinks you're smart. I don't know why. I know you. I'm like, okay, well. <laughs> no, you're sneaky smart. It's uh, funny. I just, I really respect men who work. And so I really like working class. I like it all. I like the trades, electrician, plumber. You're contributing something. You're doing something. What about women? You I like, like women. women. I like women who work too. Yeah, you contributed something. Nurses, doctors. I mean, female nurses, doctors. You don't see a lot of a lot of in the trades in construction, but you see a few in New York. No. Yeah, see a few Latinas, in the Italian see, yeah, girls. They yeah, yeah, that's yeah. true. Um, they whistle at me. What's that? They whistle at me. <laughs> He's a fancy boy. <laughs> <laughs> I say that hurts. <laughs> I bet he's really good at decorating his apartment. Oh, he is actually well, really good. That, that is true. <laughs> I am a fancy boy. I bet he dresses really nice. Has good taste in clothes. That's also true. Also That's true. That's also true. I'll tell you who's not a fancy boy, who is a working man's man, is my brother. Ooh, that's true. Peter K. Janitorial. That's down. working man stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Rides the bus. 
Rides the bus. Walmart jeans. He's ready to roll, baby. He does. He really has Walmart jeans, rides the bus, and and is a custodial engineer. I love He's just the man. He is just always on time, always solid, and I'm the opposite. Never on time, not solid. (laughs) Deleting files, apologizing on air so I have to forgive you. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Strong move. That's very strong, yeah. I'm just a fancy boy with my fancy (laughs) jeans, deleting files. Peter would never delete the file. Uh, He'd be like, check, you have to check. Graham, you have to check. We have to check. He's like very good at that. He has a lot of the things I don't have. Together, Dignity. you're a complete man. Dignity. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Now, how was the latest um, uh, Peter show that you did? The latest uh, one-man show? Pete and Me? Yes. Pete and Me is uh, my off-Broadway show. Is 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 uh, I'm not going to say a rip-roaring success, but I will, su- I will say a success. That's great. It's been, the shows have been really good. I think it's a really good show. I think it's my best work I've done. I've had crowds come. You should every delete night. it. <laughs> Can't delete it. It's live. I'm sorry. I couldn't resist. I'm sorry. Continue. Yeah. No, no, no. That's fair. Um. Yeah, I I did manage to ha- have the recording of the show though. Good. I have a recording of the show. If you want to listen to it, did not delete it. It's on my hard drive. Um. It's a matter of time. Yeah. And uh, yeah. Anyway, so it's been going great. Um, had some. Had some pals come out, and uh, that it feels really good. And Peter, Peter, people always ask me, does Peter know about the show? Oh, he knows about the show. He's in it. Pete, he loves the show. He calls in every other show, and um, I put him on speaker, and he talks to the audience. He loves being the center of attention. <laughs> he loves that I'm talking about him. That's funny. Yeah, he's he's a big star. Even when we were kids, like w- weddings and stuff, he always loved um going up and talking at the podium really and yeah he never he, he doesn't know what to say when he gets there but he loves he likes the idea of doing it yeah yeah and i don't know so yeah he's uh he's the show's about peter is going great he loves the show he's doing well i love sharing because I play a lot of voicemails of my brother. I, lo- I love people getting to know my brother. He's like the sweetest man in the world. Um, and it's I'm proud of him. And that's... I had... Uh, oh, I had some uh, autastic listeners come out to the show. Ooh. Yeah. My old friends, John and Annika. They, uh, they came out to the show last night. They're... Um, you know, I haven't seen them in 10 years, but they're like, you know, we listen to the show all the time. We listen to Autastic. We know you, you and Kirk, I feel like. So that's, that's, nice. that's kind of interesting when you think about that. It's almost um, like we shouldn't delete these things that they do get listened to. <laughs> all right, that was the last jab. That was the last jab. Uh, I, I mean, that's a theory, Kirk. That's a wild theory. <laughs> Just a little insight into who I am. Uh, I was like, don't don't text angry. Don't text angry. I was gonna fire off a, a real dad one, like, uh, yeah, a real dad text. What were you gonna say? I I've, you, I don't think you've ever been like you've been mad at me, but you always keep it in. I I, I would have scared me if you had a dad if you were you know fired off an angry one. What would you have said? 
uh, I would try to make you understand that that I'm also busy because you always go. Like, I'm really busy. I'm also at a festival. I also have a I lot know. happening. I know. I also, <laughs> I also sacrifice to come down to do. You know. I know. I'm not. I know, I'm so. I know. <laughs> I would have made. Right. I would have laid it on. Laid on the guilt. Uh, but we all yeah. make mistakes. It happens. I've. Uh, I also. <laughs> I know. I eat into the microphone that slowly drives you insane too. Yeah, it doesn't quite compare to deleting it, but that's fair. But um, um, no, that's great. How many of these shows you have left? I got three more big shows. Okay, the o- October 12, 13, and fourteen. If you are in the New York area, come on down. Um, you can uh, buy tickets now with the promo code Pete for half price tickets. Um, so you should do that ASAP. We still have uh, some seats left, the small theater, but there are still some seats left. Um, and you can get those tickets. Uh, there's a link to the Tiki Wikis on my Instagram, uh, on, my, on my bio. You can also just uh, go to GrahamK.com if you don't have Instagram. There's links to my Tiki Wikis there. And uh, yeah, promo code Pete. Kirk, how, how's it going? How's JJ doing? He's doing good. We um, the, jo- the job's been pushed back again, which is very frustrating. Uh, we talk about this off and on every other week, but we, we, we've got a job placement center for him, a place where the work yeah. is going to take place, but the actual physical work has not started. So, yeah, do, what is it, the, do not despise small beginnings because the That's Lord right. is happy the work has begun. But uh, what? it has not, uh, it is not actually... That. Pardon? Who, uh, that's a Bible verse. I always sneak in Bible verses that to, see De Niro? If, to see if you recognize yeah. it. Yeah, De Niro, Larry, the Old, Old Larry Testament. Flint said that. <laughs> um, anyway. Very obscure prophets you're naming there. Yeah, yeah, Larry Flint. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the Book of 69. Oh, boy. Anyway. Okay, take it easy. Take it easy. What? <laughs> what? Um, so, yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it's baby steps, Kirk. Yeah. And, 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 and you have to... My buddy Zach. I'm proud said of that, you. That it would not have happened had he not had an active parent pushing. Yeah, um, I feel like that part never ends. You know, that part never ends, and so. Um, but you we, did it. You, we're you, doing you, it. Listen, listen. I mean, you, honestly, he, he wasn't ready two years ago. Yeah, that's probably true. He's he's way more um, capable. Yeah. Now. After therapy for a couple extra years of therapy, his hormones have calmed down. He likes waterfalls. Um, he's a good little hiker. You know, he's he's more. Uh, he can he can use the the packs. He he knows when you're coming. The calendar. He's like a better yeah, I communicator booked, now. I booked another. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Great communicator, but he's trying. He's trying. He's trying. He's we a better another, communicator, and he is trying. Yeah, we booked another trip um, coming out there at the beginning of uh, December for his um, birthday, and I think um, uh, his grandparents are going to come out. So it'll be his first visit from my side of the family for yeah some time, at least a year. So that's exciting. Wow. And, um, well, actually, my side of the family. Yeah, my side. Yeah, that's right, because uh, he did have a, a couple of – he did have a cousin visit this year from his mom's side. So um, he passed away, right? Not that guy. She so, Lorena, his mom, her mom had eleven brothers and sisters. So they are spread far and wide. There's a lot of them. Wow. That being said, wow. they don't uh, come visit very much. But the one who came to visit a lot, he did pass. But there was uh, uh, another uh, cousin. Uh, I guess it'd be a first cousin of 
the the guy who came. So it'd be JJ's second cousin who who comes once in a while, once a year maybe. And so that's nice. Yeah, your second cousin coming. That's like I yeah. don't know. There's yeah. no obligation for them to do that. No, good for them. No, of course yeah. not. That's really nice. So yeah, we'll do a little Christmas celebration, a little birthday trips to IKEA. When's his birthday? December second. December second. Nice. So yeah. Nice. He'll be 25, man. I oh, my God. I know. I can't believe my kids are 25 oh and 26. Some, it's insane, oh my dude. God. Insane. I, that shook me. Yeah. Kirk, that shook me to my core. I, I remember <laughs> when he was like 17 when we started yeah. this podcast. It's uh, crazy. Oh, no. Oh, no. What have I done with my life? Well, now anyway. I feel bad for having made fun of you because now I feel like you should be forgetting deleting things. You have Alzheimer's. You're old. I, so dude, I might. I should I really give you a might. pass. <laughs> When I used to live with Dave Waite in in L.A. when we started the this bro podcast, house, pay six hundred dollars rent, crazy place, four hundred. He was he would always four hundred. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it, trust me, I I clean that place every day. You paid for it in sadness, though. That place was sad oh, and filthy, covered in hair. It was. It was. The, we had two bathrooms. Everyone used mine because I clean mine. Put it that way. <laughs> um. But anyway, anyway, my memory is so away. bad, and I don't know if it has to do with any one of my myriad of disabilities, but I can't remember anything. I just can't. And um, Dave Waite would always you're be set like, "Somehow, continue." I do the whole thing. It's about me. <laughs> no, but I can't. I can't. I I can't remember like people's names or faces or anything. And Things you don't care about. Yeah, podcast. Yeah. No, I no, no I, I care yeah. about these things. I care about this podcast. I love this podcast. I, I don't. I, I, I also took. I know that I didn't come to do it, but I was having a busy day, and I fit in the you, podcast you too. too. And then I, a and I immediately deleted it. <laughs> yeah. Right, continue. Yeah. What you say, Dave? Wait. He would just always be like, man, you got to get that checked out. And I just <laughs> <laughs> Dave Waite, by the way, if you don't know who that is, the comic, he looks like he's yeah. a cross between a truck driver who also runs a, a terrible 7-Eleven. Like a chicken like, coop. Yeah. What's that? He looks like he has a 7-Eleven and he, uh, the eggs he sells, he breeds the chickens. Yes. But he's also <laughs> a single man, so everything's yeah. nothing's clean or put together or no. matching or... No. Whereas but he's fil- so funny. Filthy hat. He's one of the yeah. guys when people go, comedy's fair. If you're funny enough, it'll come around. I'm like, I don't know, bro. He's pretty darn funny. That's one of the funniest he's guys. So f- he's so funny. He just doesn't have the other half. The business side like. of, of show the business. The business side. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. he has a joke about, they say, you know, some, I'm going to butcher this, but the, sometimes they say, that, you know, I live in California. And there's going to be an earthquake, and, and, and I'm traveling around. Somebody's like, I hope there is an earthquake, and California falls into the ocean. And they go, yo, dog, all my, and he says the bad word, all my crap's out there. Like the fact that all he cares about is his stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and, just, and, he, and he's dressed like he clearly has nothing. So yeah. it's just like, <laughs> what are we talking about? Newspaper towel rolls? Oh, man. <laughs> so funny. All my crap's out there. Yeah. Oh, that bit's so funny. It's funny because Peter is so clean. He has, um, you know, yeah, it's fairly profound autism. He's got backup and Windex and everything. He's ready to yeah. go. He has four Windexes in case there's an earthquake. Uh, and, you know, you drive around in David Waite's car and it's just like empty water bottles. It's like a recycling <laughs> bin. I feel like there's some fast food wrappers too. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, well, I didn't want to throw him under the bus too much, you know. Uh, Dave he's Wade, not, he's not listening to this. He's, he's, he's not. But if you listen to this, this guys, is, give him a. If he comes into town, definitely go buy a ticket. You will not be disappointed. So if he comes to perform at your local YMCA or or, or Chicken Coop, wherever the heck he's yeah. performing now. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, he's so funny. But JJ's yeah. uh, good, man. I a little call today. He's he's he's, he's clearly balding and. Uh, and uh, it's you know it's it's always unusual for me, to, but um, How, does it intimidating knowing that your son has more testosterone than you? <laughs> it just is like how old am I? Where my son's bald? I mean, yeah. I can't be young if my own kids are old men. <laughs> yeah, Peter. Uh, Peter. Sh- Peter gave himself a really bad haircut, and um, I was always like, Pete's got pretty thick hair, you know. And he gave himself a like he did the thing where he just cut his bangs because it was out of his to get it out just of his hair. His, his eyes, and he, you know, he looked crazy. So he he had to go to uh, we made I made him go to a barber and get it fixed. And the way they fixed it is by basically buzzing his hair like with like a yeah. three or like in, in, leaving it like an inch long kind of thing. Yeah, for summer and cut, summer cut, like go to camp. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. It's fine. But it, he's like receding now, yeah. and it's kind of like oh yeah, we're getting old, you know. Yeah, it's crazy, crazy. But uh, now, what but does, does he give you follow I, I, up with the New York trip? Sorry, I kind of cut you off. Does he follow up with the New ahead. York trip? Like, um, I want to come back. Is he talking about setting anything else up or what? No. Okay. No. All right. He he, he he. Uh, I told him that um, Greg Stone was sad that he didn't get to meet Peter uh. when he when he was uh, when he was here. Yeah. yeah. And P- Peter was like, oh, that would be nice. But, you know, maybe we just didn't have time. You know, Us. he's pr- pr- very uh, practical. practical, practical about these things. He, d- You know, he was happy to meet all my friends in the park. We, a bunch of my friends were having a park hang and I walked my family by. And Peter locked on to like two people. And then um, one of them, uh, Maddie Litwack, funny comic. Um and then Maddie came to my one man show and he learned all it was like it was really cool to have met Peter and then see the show. That's awesome. Um, yeah. Added context. No, I just think that means he's gonna have to move in with you. You guys are like the odd couple. Then 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 it'd be great. Perfect. <laughs> well you're Walter, you're I mean you're it's gonna happen. <laughs> it's gonna happen one day. Pete and me. We're gonna be roommates one day. We're gonna be Let's just hope, you know. though, that uh, comedy has good success so your roommate's in a 5,000-square-foot house, not a, not a studio apartment. <laughs> yeah, well, what's going to happen maybe is, like, I'll have to live in his building in a different apartment. He'll be like my Kramer. Oh, that's not a bad, that's not a bad move. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. He'll, he'll pop in, and, and some poor girl's, like, in her undergarments. Ah! Uh, I'm uh, Graham's brother. If you get tired <laughs> yeah, of Graham, yeah. I'm here. <laughs> <laughs> well, um... You know, a good thing about moving in with my brother, uh, or moving in the same building as my brother, um, if I ever have to move back to Ottawa to take care of him once my parents uh, pass of natural causes, or I kill them. Um, <laughs> natural causes, uh, th- that's what we're going Natural for, causes, that's natural causes. Um, it's natural, it drove me crazy, a natural way to do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen, matricide is natural. Uh, anyway... The the uh, the uh, yeah, it would be really it's, uh, one advantage of living in the same building as Peter, or even in the same city, is I will have a laundry service. Ooh, uh, yeah, yeah. I'll ne- if I, I if I move to Ottawa and live in the same building as Peter, 
I will never have to do laundry again. I will have a man pleading, pleading to do my laundry. Yeah. I won't get it. I won't. Ha- I won't have enough dirty laundry. Does he separate the cleans from the the whites from the colors? He, I'm not sure. Okay. But do we? Do any of us really? You know. <laughs> well, you're a fancy man. I assumed you did. And uh, I do. I do. I do. I use bleach and. <laughs> Should for, we? Uh, for, for, for everything will. I don't care. Everything will be pink and gray. I don't care. Gonna, no laundry. I don't care. I'll be living in Ottawa. No, everyone dresses like crap there anyway. You'll fit red in. It's perfect. Yeah. I can, speaking of which, I did enjoy Ottawa. Though. I had a fun time out there, man. Very nice people. Ottawa is beautiful. The people are Shock, fantastic. Shockingly Love. diverse. Way more diverse than I thought it was going to be. Oh, yeah. My high school was like like half, below half, like 45% white. So there was, everyone only, was only 45% right. I get it. Okay. I said white. <laughs> you, well, you are from Texas. Um <laughs> No, it's like Sri Lankan and Filipino and a lot of Somalians. A lot of Somalians came over in the early 90s. Something happened over there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's one way to put it. Something definitely happened. You wacky Americans, you went over there and then we got a whole... Well, in fairness... we We got really good food in Ottawa. Yeah, in fairness, we tried to break up a fight, which is always, yeah, we always get blamed. But uh, anyway, that, no, that's fair. that one was a good one. We this In Africa, listen, there's no oil. There's nothing out there. We don't have to break up a fight. <laughs> Two people that we, well, can't, we can't tell apart, but they hate each other. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what. Um, we are not scientists on this podcast. No, but we have a good science article. We, we are not uh, political scientists either. Um, and I apologize for bringing something up I don't know anything about. Um, but we do read your correct scientific articles Ooh. written by real journalists. Great segue. Who talk to scientists. Anyway, Kirk found this article. He read the entire thing. We recorded <laughs> it and I deleted it. So now it's Flawlessly. my turn. It's my. He did, it was. You know, I'm not joking. And Kirk's not joking when this is true. It was a good episode, it. honestly. That's one of the reasons I was upset. Sometimes they're clunkers. I'll be honest. Sometimes guys, yes. we do our best. They're not great. And then sometimes yeah. it's in person. There's good chemistry. We both slept pretty well. Yeah, yeah. it's good. Yeah. And that was one of them. And you, and I commented <laughs> several times. Wow, Kirk, you're really reading this well. <laughs> and now I'm going to have to delete it so that there's no proof. There's no proof, and I will. I must be in the limelight. This sounds like a Machiavellian uh, plan here. This is a tough, and this I'm doing this for you. I'm reading it this time because this is a tough article, and it, if I do recall, it's a long boy. It's a long one, uh, and there's two or three made-up words, not made up, but they sound made up. Uh, assembloids. Assembloids. All right, here we go. Yeah, go ahead. Here we go. This is from NPR. Um, JJ's mom's favorite station. Written, hey, I love it too. It written by John Hamilton. Uh, brain cells interrupted. How some genes may cause autism, epilepsy, and schizophrenia. A team of researchers has developed a new way to study how genes may cause autism and other neurodevelopmental disorders by growing tiny brain-like structures in a lab and tweaking their DNA. These assembloids described in the journal Nature could one day help researchers develop targeted treatments for autism spectrum disorder, intellectual disability, schizophrenia, and epilepsy. 
Um, this really accelerates our effort to try to understand the biology of psychiatric disorders, says Dr. Segu Pasca, or Peshka, a professor of <clears throat> psychiatry and behavioral sciences at Stanford University and an author of the study. The research suggests that someday we'll be able to predict which pathways we can target to intervene and prevent these disorders, adds Christian Bernard, a professor of psychiatry at Yale who is not involved in the work. The study comes after decades of work identifying hundreds of genes that are associated with autism and other neurodevelopmental disorders, but scientists still don't know how problems with these genes have or alter the brain. The challenge now is to figure out what they're actually doing, how disruptions in these genes are actually causing disease, Pasha says. And that has been really difficult. It sounds difficult, Pasha. Uh, for ethical <laughs> reasons, that's my little uh, editorializing. For ethical re reasons, scientists can just edit a person's genes to see what happens. They can experiment on animal brains, but lab animals like rodents don't really develop anything that looks like autism or schizophrenia. Um, it'd be funny to see a schizophrenic rat. You're like, All right, is he eating? <laughs> is he eating? Is this eating cheese? that is this garbage? Cheese? Is this cheese? Yeah, because they're schizophrenic, or are they just eating garbage? <laughs> um, so Pasha and a team of scientists tried to tried a different approach, which they det detailed in their new paper. The team did a series of experiments using tiny clumps of human brain cells called brain organoids. These clumps, jeez, will grow for a, a year or more in a lab, gradually organizing their cells much the way develop, developing brain would. And by exposing an organoid to certain growth factors, scientists can coax it into resembling tissue found on brain areas, including a cortex and hippocampus. We can actually make different parts of the nervous system in a dish from stem cells, Pasha says. When these parts are placed in the same dish, they... Uh, they will even form connections, much like actual brain. And the resulting structure is called assembloid. That's, the, that's the other fake word, yeah. Yeah. Pasha's team, pardon me, thought they could use assembloids to study how developmental disorders genes affect special brain cells called interneurons, which are thought to play a role in several psychiatric disorders. During the pregnancy and the first two years of life, these special cells must complete a remarkable journey. In interneurons are born in deep regions of the brain, and they have uh, to migrate all the way to the cortex, Pasha says. So you can imagine that during the migration, a lot of things could go awry, uh, and you'll end up like me. Uh, Pasha's team stimulated the migration of interneurons by creating assembloids containing two types of organoids. One assembled an area deep in the brain called sapalama, sapalama um, where most interneurons are generated. An other organoid resembled the cerebral cortex where the interneurons are supposed to end up. That was a tough, tough sentence for me. Here we go. Uh, and then... Yeah, and then we put together, and then we put to, we put them together, allowing the interneurons to move towards the cerebral cortex. He says, the the process worked just the way it's supposed to in assembling containing typical organoids. So n so next, the team used a gene editing technique called CRISPR 
to alter the organoids. We've, We've talked about that before. A bunch of times, yeah. This approach allowed the team to study the effect of more than 400 genes associated with neurodevelopmental disorders. And they found that 46 of these genes were involved in either the generation of interneurons or with their migration. Knock out a part of those genes and interneurons no longer arrive where they're supposed to. And the cerebral cortex interneurons serve as inability neurons, which means they act a bit like the brake in a car. The interneurons can release a neurotransmitter that tells other neurons to reduce their activity. Meanwhile, excitatory neurons act as the accelerator, telling other cells to become more active. Brain networks rely on a delicate balance between excitatory, excitatory and inhibitory neurons. Too much acceleration and the result can be epileptic seizure. Too much break, and the vital information may get lost or delayed. The study is important because it offers a way for scientists to study the effect of many genes at the same time and identify the ones that affect a particular type of cell or cell function during the brain development, says Dr. Gu Ling Ming, a professor of neuroscience at the University of Pennsylvania you that School of Medicine. Thank yeah. you. The research also shows clearly how gene variants could lead to autism uh, or some other neurodevelopmental disorder by disturbing interneurons. That would be a disaster in the developing brain, Ming says. The circuitry would be wrong and the signaling would be wrong and ultimately the brain functioning would be wrong. Ming, who is not connected with the study, says her lab would like to use the combination of assembloids and CRISPR in their own research on schizophrenia, another psychiatric disorder with neurodevelopmental origin. Pasha's study could help brain scientists make the sort of advances that cancer researchers have in the past decade, says Bernard. Thirty years ago, we might have thought all intestinal cancers should be treated the same way, and all lung cancers should be treated the same way, she says. Now we know a lot better. Instead of choosing treatments according to location of a cancer, doctors study tumors' genes determine which therapy is most likely to work. A similar approach could eventually help people with autism spectrum disorder, epilepsy, schizophrenia, Bernard said. This improved genetic understanding will let us do better, she says, because we'll know which pathways we can target to intervene. Kirk... What do you think? Uh, that's interesting. Uh, excuse me. I, um, you know, we've talked about this in the past that the connection between autism and schizophrenia, and yeah. um, and uh, I believe we've talked about the connection between bipolar and uh, and uh, and um, I, I honestly think that there's going to be uh, a way to, you know, if the issue is the connections between the different parts of the brain. I do think, you know, now they, t they say that Alzheimer's is because there's a there's some plaque that, that develops on the brain, like this, like, you know, like yeah. like little bit of uh, goo or yeah, whatever. Plaque. Yeah, plaque. Yeah. So I think that it's it's promising in the in the fact that I think there might be some sort of treatment uh, f for some types of autism. Again, you know, we've talked about if you meet one person with autism, you meet one person with autism. My son is on the yeah. very, very severe side. But... Yeah. Um, but if we could get him over to closer to where Peter's at, that'd be a big win too, you know, to get him to where he can work and he can live alone and and um, 
Yeah. So yeah. I I, yeah. I think it's gonna happen. I you know. Really? Yeah. I mean, it, it's it's obviously um, a a sticky situation. Uh, the plaque. Hey, good work, plaque. Hey, because you know it's like your son deserves uh, to be able to be more independent. And but yeah, if, of course. If Somebody, if somebody like quote unquote fixed my brother, I don't know if I'd like that. I would miss my brother. It would be a different guy, right? So, but also I feel like your brother is, in my opinion, uh, has enough wherewithal to make that decision himself. So if if, if it comes around that yeah. oh, there's this treatment, you could ask him. You know, we think this might make you more like this. Do you want to do this? Do you not want you know. And so I think it'd be his call because if he goes, I would really like to be able to be you know talk to women more or you know if you explain if you do this you might be able to um understand a little bit more of the things that you don't understand now and if he goes no nah, i'm good okay but if he goes i would like i'm curious that i mean it'd be bad to keep it from him i think i don't know i don't think he could fully comprehend to be honest i right. think he would That's choose whatever we sway him towards but i mean don't we, we all do that my parents <laughs> yeah i mean yeah, uh, yeah. i guess sure I mean, I we're know. all so I I, uh, subject to to our environment and uh, and you know I don't want to get into a, a vaccine talk or anything, but we all just trust people that, and we do what they we think is best. I mean, none of us really understand. I don't know. I can't tell you how my phone works. I, I hold it up and I push buttons. You know, yeah. I'm not a big Joe Rogan fan, but uh, he has one funny joke. I think this was Joe's where he goes, uh, "Everybody says they're independent, man. Yeah, how independent are you? If I send you into the in the forest with an axe." How long would it come, take you to come back with a cell phone? <laughs> Just like, <laughs> pretty funny. You no, know, yeah. we're we're all very dependent on, you know, everybody around us and people explaining things, and so yeah. But if your parents are like, listen, we're getting older. We think this might help you to be more independent when we're gone. I mean, that's a good, that's a strong argument. No, for sure. I don't know what the right answer is. I, yeah. I don't have it. And if um, you know what the right answer is, uh, send us a quick uh, email or message, autasticpodcast at gmail.com. You can also hit us up on our old Facebook that's still out there. You can also email us directly. I'm at kirksmithcomedy at gmail. Get on my mailing list. I'm coming to towns all over the country. This week was Hotlanta, and it was actually really beautiful. It's 59 degrees beautiful today. Beautiful time to go. Very nice. Beautiful town. A lot of very nice people. Um. This is kind of funny. Uh, Andy Stanley is a very famous, uh, maybe arguably one of the most famous Christian past- pastors. And he pastors, a, maybe the top communicator of our generation. And he pastors in uh, Atlanta. Well, he has a grown adult son who is a stand-up comedian. And uh, he was in the festival. It's kind of funny. <laughs> and I called my dad. and I'm like, uh, listen, Andy Stanley's uh, son is a comic. And I'm sure he's as excited about it as you are. <laughs> because <laughs> my dad is a pastor and uh, he doesn't i'm not sure he understands stand-up comedy but uh yeah it's pretty funny graham yeah, what, what are, yeah go ahead sorry. what does your dad think of you doing stand-up um <clears throat> this is a good story this is true first time he ever saw me do stand-up i was at the uh comedy cellar us uh, comic strip excuse me which is, uh, if you don't know, it's a, it's a good club in New York City. It's a, one of the it's a club where Jerry yeah. Seinfeld started and, and Eddie Murphy started. You know, it's not yep. it's not nothing. And I was hosting. It's probably 15 years ago, maybe a little bit more. And um, Tom Papa's on the show. Uh, I think Colin Jost. It was a good show. It was like legit 
you know, strong headliners in comics. And I had a great set, and uh, as we're leaving, uh, you know, it's over, and they're walking out. And the way the, the way the comic strip is set up in the lobby, their TV's set up, and it was summer. And it was July, and 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 we're leaving. My mom goes, "That was great, Kirk." And and, and my dad looks at me and then looks up the TV. and goes, "Oh, the NBA playoffs are on." And we sat down and watched the NBA playoffs. Yeah, it yeah. was. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but I think he's come around a little I, bit. Are, since you sure, then. are you sure my dad wasn't there? <laughs> <laughs> so. Oh well. I often tell my dad, "I'm not sure you understand what jokes are." <laughs> he's yeah. very serious. He's very disciplined. But uh, yeah. he's he's coming around. He's coming around. It's just uh, it's, tough. it's tough for that generation. Guys. It's tough, and uh, yeah, he actually built things. He built a large school of five thousand people, like actual stuff from zero. So then, and I'm building premises and punchlines, which is uh, I understand. It's a very you're making people happy. I am bringing joy to people. Life. That's how I see it. Yeah, but it was funny. Andy Stanley's yeah. kids there too, so it's kind of funny. Uh, what do you got this week? You got you got any shows? What, what do you got besides the autism I'm stuff? Just doing my doing my show, doing my show in New York. Uh, come check it out, um, as always, and uh, follow me on Instagram and all the other little uh, things. You know, if you could, uh, you know, share my clips or whatever that helps. But yeah, uh, thanks for listening. You guys are great. Uh, oh, I want to say one quick thing. October twenty first, I'm doing a twenty second. Excuse me, I'm in California. Doing a, excuse me, a benefit for the Buddy Minds opening up an autism center in Kingman, California, and uh, uh, we're doing some fundraisers for it. And so, if you are around, or if you want to, if you're just curious in California and you'd like to, you're looking for a place for your kid, this would be an option. Um, or if you want to reach out and uh, if you're secretly rich and would like to donate to his, uh, he's a he was a pastor for 50 years, uh, Bill. Uh, Matthews in California in, in, in um, San Ramon and they're building this out in Kingman California kind of out in the desert where it's cheap and uh, they've built the first two houses they've got several acres they're building some more so just something to keep if your if your kids coming up and you're in that area and you want to like yeah it would it that would have if I would that would have coming up in my area when my kid was little that would have been a relief it was not it's just brand new so it's yeah that's yep. what I got going and on. As always, let's. Uh, oh my God, Kirk, I'm sorry. Oh my God, I'm so sorry, Kirk. Oh my God, it's not recording. I didn't hit record. Are you serious? I'm sorry, man. I'm so sorry. It's it's blinking the whole time. Just kidding. Got you. Bye bye, everybody. <laughs> uh, you definitely got me because uh, I was like, yeah, it's possible <laughs> knowing this guy. Uh, all right. Kirk Smith Comedy on all your social medias. Have a great week, guys. You can do it. You got me, son of a gun. <laughs>